Hi, everyone. Welcome to Detox Podcast. This episode is called X. Just X. (laughs) I hope this finds you well. I hope that December so far hasn't been so draining. I think it's going to be filled with possibility. We're going dark, you know? The the days are extremely short. That sucks for me because I typically wake up at noon, so it's like by four o'clock. I have like a four-hour day. It's like I live in Iceland or something, which would be awesome, by the way. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear like drilling. They're even though they've stopped all the construction in my building, somebody else is doing renovations and it's just kind of this never ending construction noise type deal. Uh, but that's life, I guess. That's apartment living, I guess. Um, I failed to announce this in my last couple episodes, but just recently, uh, about two weeks ago, Christine uh, from Body Cherish and her sweet coaching business interviewed me as the first person in a series of um, these high five, sorry, high vibe solopreneur people in this spotlight series that she's got going on in her own personal coaching business for women who are looking to follow their true calling and launch a heart-driven higher purpose business. And I was so honored to be a part of that. And you can watch the interview. It's on YouTube, but I have a link on my Instagram and it's also on my Facebook page. And yeah, it's there. It's awesome. I think we hit some really awesome points about what it's like to be your own boss and what it's like to just listen to the universe as it guides you and to know when you have a higher purpose and a, and a higher calling that that is so much more than just nine to five, you know? So I would love it if you could go check that out. It's on my Facebook or on my Instagram. It's awesome. And Christine is amazing. I actually have a poem later on uh, called Anosmia. It's going to be quite a while till we get to it, but it's it's definitely going to be there. And maybe I'll even have her on the show uh, during that time just to talk about all of her success. And she's sober too. And that's why we connected really. It was a really awesome moment. And I'll leave that story for later. But yeah, so this is episode, I don't even know what episode number it is, but the episode is called X. Throw rocks at my body made of glass. I want to know what happens to all the tiny pieces. It's definitely a darker one. It's when I realized just how vulnerable I was. Just how fragile humans are. For so long, 
I thought that I was invincible, this strong rock of a human. And I always thought that that was like an asset, but that was something that people should be. They shouldn't let things touch them. Uh, But all that does is just, it just seeps into you instead and it just lays dormant waiting for an opportune moment to come out of the woodwork and take you down. And that's what that felt like. I felt like this glass human suddenly aware that things actually touch me that things actually can hurt me. And walking around in new sobriety, just waiting for the rocks to hit me. Being aware that at any moment, there could be somebody who says something or does something that would just really hurt me. Knowing that at work, something could happen. I work at ambulance dispatch, so I take 911 calls and dispatch ambulances for central Alberta, and that is a tough job. And I didn't realize just how tough it was until I got sober. I was burying all of the emotional trauma from it, and it was laying dormant. So I'm very aware now that I could get a call that could really affect me. And in my glass body, it could shatter me. So I started walking through life, walking through parties and get-togethers with friends, feeling just so fragile. And just waiting for that thing to happen, that rock to hurtle towards me and hit me and obliterate me. So in this poem, I'm asking for it instead. Instead of waiting around for it to happen, I just want it, I want it to be over with. I want to see what happens to my body made of glass. I want to see what happens to all the tiny pieces. I wanted people to start throwing their words at me, specifically things like judgments about how horrible I was when I was drinking, about how they couldn't believe that I was such a liar, that I was such a hurtful person, just digging up all this crap and giving it to me. I was waiting for my fears to be realized. I was waiting for them to to actualize them and give them to me. And they, they sort of never came. You know, no one dug up the past 
except well except one person <laughs> but when it's only one person that's just one person that's just one rock that's been thrown and that was a rock I could catch it wasn't a barrage of rocks being thrown my way I don't feel that way anymore. And if you're feeling like that, like this fragile little glass bird that's in its nest and suddenly there's no one there to catch you if you fall, and suddenly the wind is strong, and suddenly the lightning strikes, strikes a tree, and suddenly your branch is falling, and you're hurtling towards the ground. You might shatter. You might hit that ground and shatter, but you might not. Because that state is really, really interesting. To be so aware that things can hurt you is a really, really special thing to realize. Because then you can start putting in the work. You can start knowing what hooks you and what drags you down. And you can start going to therapy to work through that. You can start realizing that there's a point during your work day where your brain just feels like it's made of concrete and the only thing that could start breaking apart the pieces to make it start working properly and flowing properly again is a release, which for me used to be alcohol. That was the lubricant that I used to use to melt away this, like, denseness in my brain. Like, dense, tangible static in my brain. And there are other ways. Meditation is so powerful with your, your own breath. This breath in your body is so powerful and it can change your state like that. There's a really awesome one that I use for overwhelm. And it's on Yoga Glow, if you know that what that is. It's sort of, it's like a subscription service for yoga and meditation. Um, there's a... a guy named David H. Wagner, and I really like him. I really like his voice, and he does this one for overwhelm, and it's so much just breathing and releasing that it just puts me in this, like, melty, jello, soft relaxation state that, like, I just, like, crumple into myself, and it just releases all of that denseness in my head. But if you're aware of that, you can do those things. You can start implementing things like meditation or, you know, know when, knowing when to walk away from your desk, knowing when you can't talk to the people around you, knowing it starts giving you boundaries, recognizing that you are made of glass. You can start living your life in a new way instead of just shoving all of this trauma into you and shoving all of this emotion into you and just 
because you're a rock. You can just bury it beneath you and, and it'll never come up again. And you're just this strong, unbreakable thing. To realize that you are breakable is so empowering. It is not weakness. Weakness is almost one of those words that I feel like shouldn't even be a word because it has so much loaded connotation to it because it seems so much as a negative. To be weak is to be bad, but that's not true, is it? Like, oh, it just does my head in. It's like the same thing as like the word fat. To be fat is not to be bad, right? But we all think that. If fat is an insult, weak is an insult. No. It's not. Like, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I know that diamonds are hard. You know, they're like the hardest thing in the universe. But... Would you rather be this unchangeable, stuck, permanent shape? Or would you rather be like Play-Doh? I would rather be Play-Doh, you know? Like malleable and changing and I could be someone's hair, you know? Like you can put me through one of those strainers and all of a sudden I, I'm like spaghetti hair. <laughs> oh my God, Right? Do you want to be a diamond or do you want to be spaghetti hair? Let's be real. <laughs> but yeah, I was made of glass and I, I welcomed it. It seems to be a theme with me, welcoming the hardship. Should be my middle name. Denise welcomes hardship Walker. I'm going to change it to that. But seriously, if, if you're afraid of something... March right through. March to it. Because that is when you start changing. That's when it's like a signal like, fuck you, fear. This fear is not going to bring me down. And as we know, what happens when we shatter? Oh, that's right. We come together. We come back together in just like the most beautiful, brilliant way. That is so much different and so much more valuable and so much, so much better than our version 1.0. If you're walking around like a little baby bird made of glass, maybe it's time to test your wings. See what those little brilliant glass babies can do. Throw rocks at my body made of glass. I want to know what happens to all the tiny pieces. <laughs>